Greetings online congregation. Saints that are in the house tonight, welcome to our Wednesday night Bible study. You need God's power to change. You know, we tried everything, but nothing helps. Sometimes we feel like we're at the end of our rope, and there's no one uh, who can do anything for me. A lot of times, if we're our own worst enemy, our own reactions, our fears, our own inaccuracies that cause us to act in imprudent ways. A lot of times we need to be saved from ourselves because there are things that we all wish we could have done differently. There are things that we like to change, but we can't. Not with our own power. We need an outside power source. You may be saying, I could change every year, and it's even a goal as you go and prepare your New Year's resolution list, which we're about to do soon. But by the end of the month, you can't even find it. Why? We all need God's power. We all need a Savior. Someone who can make the changes that we can't make ourselves. God never wastes energy or effort on things that are unnecessary. If we didn't need a Savior, he wouldn't have come. Sometimes I feel like things are out of control with work, and I surely feel like that now. We're busy with church and other commitments. I know I have those feelings a couple of times a week and every month. So it's a common feeling for most of us. The Apostle Paul felt this way too. And in Romans chapter 7, verses 24 and 25, it reads, I've tried everything and nothing helps. I'm at the end of my rope, and there's no one who can do anything for me. But Jesus can. Is there anyone here tonight that needs a prayer of financial help, financial assistance? Is there anyone there who needs healing in their body or family members saved? Can you please stand and pray with me? Almighty God, we need you more than ever, Father. You're the mighty God, the everlasting Father, Lord Jesus. You're the Prince of Peace, the wonderful wise counselor, Lord Jesus. You're our Redeemer, our Helper, our Advocate, our Friend, Lord Jesus. Please give us a fearless heart, a new heart, a renewed spirit and mind. Transform us by your love, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord Jesus. We need you to stand in the gap and make the changes for us, Lord Jesus. We pray for our unsaved family members, Lord Jesus. We pray for those who are in need of a financial blessing, Lord Jesus. We pray that you stand in the gap, Lord Jesus, for our family members, Lord Jesus, for those that may be sick in their body, Lord Jesus, and need healing, Father. We pray for our pastor, Lord Jesus. 
and First Lady, Lord Jesus. We pray for their family, Lord Jesus. Fill us with your spirit, Lord Jesus, so that we may continue to do your work at Christ in the church, Lord Jesus. Help us stand in unity, Father, for you alone and you alone, Jesus, are worthy, Lord Jesus. We need you, Father. We need you, Lord Jesus, to make the change in our hearts and in our minds, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your many blessings, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your tender mercy and your love, Father. Thank you, Father. There's no one like you, Lord Jesus. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, let's give the Lord another round of applause tonight. Hallelujah. Indeed, is worthy to be praised. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I just want to take this time out to, again, echo those sentiments to welcome everyone tonight in the house of God. Amen. Everyone that is here, we're so honored to have you. Our online congregation will welcome you. Amen. We're so glad that we're here in the presence of Jehovah. The songwriter said, in this present, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Amen. Another song goes on and said, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I think I'm getting ahead of myself here. But um, I, I came up here this evening and um, I'm just rejoicing in my heart. And you, you're going you're gonna, to, you know, stay with me tonight. Um, I want to give honor to a pastor who's not here. This week is a, a general conference week. And um, I, I, things are so crazy with my schedule, I didn't get the chance to make my trip to get over there this, this, this week. Um, but I was able to watch the service tonight. And I, I'm going to try my best not to be long. But again, I don't know what the Holy Ghost have in store for us. Um, but what I also would recommend you, if you're able to, those of you that need a link, or if you need a link, you can either talk to uh, AV, um, look at the video. I was driving, and uh, while I was traveling today in my commute, I went back on the link, and I was able to play the service again while I was driving. And just to listen to the word, there is every, every aspect of that service, there is something for everybody. If you love singing, there is something there. If you love to pray, there is something there for you. If you just want to hear the message, there is something there for you. And I was just rejoicing while I was there. And so I gave kudos, honors to our pastor in his absence tonight. Amen. And, you know, I'm thankful to stand in this position, you know, as you always hear and say, that's something that I don't take for granted, that I don't take lightly. And I treat this pulpit as such. This pulpit is a holy place. This place is a holy place. We never come into the sanctuary and treat it any how we want to treat it. We're walking on holy grounds. As soon as we step foot into these doors, we're in a holy place. And sometimes we don't realize what's going on. And we get carried away sometimes because it's natural for us to do that. But, you know, we, 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 we just need to be mindful. 
Um, let, me, let me just read one scripture and I'll just have you sit down for a few minutes. And then um, if you have your Bible, I'm going to ask you to turn with me to Romans chapter 5. We're going to read two verses there. Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and verses 2. If you can look on the uh, overhead um, behind me. Amen. If you have um, scripture, Romans chapter 5, verses 1 to 2. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Amen. Lord bless you. Uh, when I walk in, I think Sister Patrice had uh, the service. She was playing. And I think I heard, uh, you may be seated. God bless you. I'm sorry. Um, um, I think it was Brother Hall was, uh, was talking, the old global missionary. And he was saying, um, he, he was talking about welcoming all the missionaries that were there. And then one of the things that he said, we should rejoice. And I'm saying, oh, God, this is just confirmation. This is just a reassurance. Um, Brother Daryl came up to, to pray tonight, and I, I didn't have, you know, we, we talked a little bit. I didn't have no idea what he had on his notes or whatever he's going to pray and talk about. And I'm there saying, I'm just there, and I'm just rejoicing my heart. In fact, Brother Calvin came in when he came in. I had a conversation with Brother Calvin, and man, I, I, I want to rejoice, but there's tears of rejoice, if you know what I mean. Lack of a better word, the, the songwriter said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is I than I. I want to try to stay on my notes here tonight, but the scripture I read this, this, this evening, we just read um, from uh, uh, Romans chapter 2, 5, sorry, thank you, Romans chapter 5, verse 1 to 2, said, Therefore be justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, by whom... Also, we have access. You, you can go a lot of places and a lot of where with these words. And so, sometimes, you know, when, when Paul was writing, um, and, you know, the word of God, you hear the word of God when the Bible says you should study to show yourself approved unto God. When, when you read the word and you take your time, go through the word of God, I mean, you get so much revelation. You, you, you're able to see things on a different level, if you please. And, you, you know, you, you, you're more, more receptive, if you please, to say, I want to do more. I, I want to hear more. By faith unto this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. My, my um, subject for tonight is the joy of the Lord. Simple. The joy of the Lord. 
when, uh, when we look at the, the meaning of the word joy, it's a feeling of a great pleasure or happiness. The word joy, in fact, whenever you see the word joy, rejoice, or joyful, those three words have, it mentioned about 430 times in the Bible. It has so much potency to it, if, if that makes sense. Um, choosing to re- respond to life difficulty and situation with inner cont- contentment and satisfaction doesn't seem to make sense. Joy is a choice, but the Lord is the, uh, the organizer or the uh, originator of the true joy, if you please. Look at your neighbor. Just turn to your neighbor and say, um, I need more joy. Just look at the other neighbor and say, do you have joy? The scripture in Psalms 95 verse 1 to 2, in Psalms 95 verse 1 to 2, it said, Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. There are two types of joy. There, are, there is joy that is a reaction to happy event which is temporal. And there is the joy that happens in spite of circumstances, which is a strong and lasting joy. And if I should ask the question, I'm sure if I should take a census, all of us would say, I'd rather take that joy that have a lasting, long, uh, uh, re, um, uh, uh, what, what, what's the word? A strong and, uh, and lasting um, uh, um, yes, yeah, strong and lasting. That, that's my choice. Where am I going with that? Don't take your time, brother. Scroll it. Let me try to break that down. The Bible let us to know in Acts chapter 2, verse 38. We're talking about action, reacting, one joy. They were in one accord. There were something going on. But deep down, what take event there was that people get baptized in Jesus name. People were filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost in Acts 2 verse 38. Happiness based on event is a good part of life. But if that's all we can count on, we have to constantly keep creating a happy event to keep us up to be. Those who know the joy that comes from God don't need to be perpetually even to keep them happy. They learn how to develop an inner joy in spite of circumstances because they know that no matter what happens, 
God offer hopes and promises. In Psalm 16, verse 11, it said, Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence there is fullness of joy. And at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 63, 68, verse 3 said, But let the godly rejoice. Let them be glad in God's presence. Let them be filled with joy. I want to try to stay in my notes here. Um, the difference between joy and happiness live in the mind and the heart. Joy is a, is a little word. Happiness is a big word. Joy is in the heart. Happiness is in the faith. Joy is the soul. Happiness is of a moment. Joy, tendance, happiness, reacts. Joy embraces peace and contentment, waiting to be discovered. Joy runs and deep and overflow, while happiness hug hello. Joy is a practice. Joy is a practice. I'm sorry, I just my note just disappeared here. Bear with me for a second there. Um, uh, all right, all right, where am I? Uh, let me see. Uh, joy is a practice and behavior. It deliberately and intentionally. Happiness comes and goes alone all the way. He said, if we have a choice to choose between happy and joy, there is a big difference. Happy is just for a moment, but joy is continuous. Oh, and it goes all the time. Joy is an inner feeling. Happiness is... It's an outward expression. Joy endured hardship and trials and connect with meaning and purpose. A person pursue happiness but choose joy. In Galatians chapter 5 verse 22, the second word when we talk about the fruit of the spirit, if you notice it said the first one is love, the second one is joy. And there is a reason why, why joy, when you're talking about the fruit of the Spirit, is the second word of the fruit of the Spirit. Because it talks about peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. It could be faith, that could be the second one. But when Paul was writing, he, he somehow um, chose to line up to say joy uh, would be the one that meaningful or makes more sense that kind of fill in with love. Because if you love someone, you're going to show them joy. You're not just going to love someone and don't show them no joy. They're going to look at you and say, you're cold, you're just tired, you're not, you're not good. You're just going through the motion. But, but, but when you love someone, you're going to show some, some form of joy to that person. Psalms 5 verse 11 
uh, said, But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 20 said, He that handleth a matter wisely shall find good. And whosoever trusted in the Lord, happy is he. Joy is the celebration of walking with God. It is an inner happiness that lasts despite the circumstances around us because it is based on the relationship with Jesus Christ. It is peace with God. It is the realizing how privileged we are to know Jesus as our Savior and to have our sins forgiven and to be friend with God Almighty and to contain we will live forever with Him in heaven. It is experiencing the dramatic change that acquire in our lives. When we allow the Holy Spirit to control our heart and thoughts, then all we need is just for God to have His way. When we are connected with God, when we stay connected with God, we're going to always have joy. The moment we disconnect ourselves from God, it's the moment we're going to lose and not have joy. In 1 John chapter 1, uh, 3 and 4, in the Amplified Version, he said, We are writing these things to you so that our joy in seeing you include may be made complete by having you share in the joy of salvation. King David wrote about joy in Psalms often. Ruth also chose to focus on joy in the face of tragedy consistent, consistently. Joseph chose to take joy in God, love instead of facing, uh, focusing on his hardship. And Paul constantly spoke about the joy he has formed the Lord. I want to talk a little bit about Paul. Of course, most of us know, or some of us may know, that Paul, uh, of course, was the Pharisee who hated Christian. Yet he was uh, touched by Jesus Christ and transformed into one of the greatest champions for Christ. Uh, started many of the early churches and wrote many of the books of the New Testament. His circumstances throughout his ministry were some of the, wor the worst any man has ever had to endure. Even in prison. Yet it was from prison where he wrote the book of joy, Philippians. For I am confident of this very thing. That he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Make my joy complete by being of the some, same mind, maintaining some love, united in spirit, intent of one purpose. Do all things without grumbling or disputing. He said, finally, brethren, rejoice in the Lord, forgetting those that lies behind you. 
reaching forward for what lies ahead of you. He said, I press towards the price of the mark of thy calling in Christ Jesus. That should be our ultimate goal, to press towards the mark of the price. Earlier when I, when I, when I came in, and, um, you know, we walk around. Well, let, let, me, let me just back up. So, um, I met with Brother Calvin here today. You know, we're doing some, some TLC on the, our swimming pool. You know, return, return on, uh, lack of a better word, TLC. Every, every now and then it needs a, a little tender love and care. So, you have to make sure you're treated as such. We all do need TLC every now and then. So, you know, we, we came up in my, I, was, I had a little gap in my schedule, and a call me was available. So we went and we did a little, you know, thing, turned on the heat. It was nice and warm. I came in this evening, it was running, filled with water, water was nice, it was ready. I'm looking to see if there's one in here that needs to be baptized. The water is red, man, the water is right. I told Brother Calvin, man, I'm ready to go down in the water. If I have to, I'll go down in the water. But, you know, so... I came in, but before he came, you know, I was walking around, up and down the aisles, and, you know, he just, you know, just thanking God, and, you know, in fact, at one point, I had the vacuum running, um, picking up a little debris here and there, and I'm saying, why am I doing this? And the thought that came to me was, there was something about the house of God. And, and whenever we, we, we got you know, an opportunity or privilege, I don't know, Pastor Talk and mentioned, you know, if you just come in just for uh, five minutes, 15 minutes, just to spend some time between you and the Lord, get connected. I mean, that will make so much difference. You just don't know that little minute that you get just to just, just to unwind just a little what that does for you. So I'm there, and I'm just saying, man, God, I'm looking and, you know, and I'm thinking of all the good things that God has done. And in spite of our circumstances and the things that are going around. And sometimes we as Christians, we walk around with so many loads, so much every weight. That because of the load and the every weight that we walk around, um, it takes away our joy. And we have to be careful because, and this is why the Bible says, uh, we, we, we're, not, we, we, we're in this world, but we are not of this world. The Bible went on to say, love not the world, neither the things of the world. For all that is in the world is the lust of the high, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. So whenever we get into His presence, as the songwriter said, in His presence there is fullness of joy. And at His right hand there are pleasures not for some time, but forevermore. The Bible also let us to know um, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, he said, when Paul was in prison, in, uh, uh, he, he write to the, the Philippians, and he said, he told them to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I said rejoice. That's Philippians 4, verse uh, 4. He tell them to rejoice because the Lord that is some 
some things we are, sometimes as Christians, we always take joy in no matter what we are going through. We should take joy in what we're going through. If we're going through financial struggle, if we're going through physical struggle, if we're going through uh, mental struggle, whatever situation, whatever circumstances that are going on in our life, don't forget who is the one who is the author and the finisher of your life. He's the one that made us. And he said he's not going to leave us nor forsake us. So if you trust in God with all your heart, not just, ah, just there reacting, going through the motion. The Lord will make sure that he will see you come through. Amen. The Bible let us know in James 1 verse uh, two and three he said, My brethren, count it all joy when he fall into diverse temptation, knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patient. The, the question is asked If God promised me joy, does that mean I will always be happy? I am missing joy if I don't feel happy. God does not promise constant happiness. In fact, the Bible assures us problems will come our way because of the kind of world in which we live in. But God does not promise lasting joy for all who loyal for God has promised loyal joy to all who loyally follow him. This kind of joy stay with us Despite our problems, because we know God will help us through them, and we and one day uh, we, we know that He's going to take us with Him. The Bible said He's going to prepare a place for us, that where He is, we may be also. The Bible led us to know in Nehemiah chapter eight, verse ten. It said, "For the joy of the Lord is my strength," and I'm so glad that when I need strength, I can go to the Lord. I can go to the Lord anytime. When I need my strength to renew, I can go to the Lord anytime. Because I know the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. Psalms 40 verse 16 tells us that, Let all those that seek thee rejoice. And let them be glad in thee. Let such as love thy salvation continually, the Lord be magnified. The Lord himself is the wellspring of true joy. The more we love him, know him, walk with him, because become like him, the greater our joy. We will find lasting joy in heaven, but we can experience great joy from walking with God. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, he said, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before us endured the cross. We're looking unto Jesus. When, we, when all is said and done, and we don't know what else to say, we can always say Jesus. Because there's power in the name of Jesus. There is salvation in the name of Jesus. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Follow him. 
It will lead you to the greatest joy you will ever experience. Joy comes from God's presence with us. Which brings true contentment. I'm sorry there. Pursue a closer relationship with God and you will experience the joy of seeing God work more actively in your life. God promised us when, when we seek him, he said, if we seek, we will find. He said, knock and the door will open unto us. He said, to everyone that asks it, receive it. And to him that find it, and to him that knock it, it will be open unto him. There's a, there's a, there's a song that we, we, we used to sing um, back in the days. And because of the time that we're living in, uh, some, some people don't really see it because they don't see the significance of singing the song. It's a very old song. I said, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my soul. Um, in fact, I remember when Brother Tom and Brother Henry went to the, the nursing home. <laughs> one of the songs that they sung when they didn't know what to say. I know what to sing. Oh, they, they have the joy. Because if you're singing about the joy, it's because you have the joy. So if you have the joy deep down in your soul, you have nothing else to do than to express it outwardly. So when you have the joy deep down in your soul, amen, you want somebody else to receive that joy that you have. Amen. Amen. The, the, um, I think that some, of, some of my notes disappear here. So I've got a backup on my phone here. Um, bear with me. Um, amen. But when, when, when we truly seek the Lord, we will find Him. But we have to make sure we seek Him diligently. Amen. Because God will, He promised He will never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. Amen. We're truly serving an awesome God, and I'm so glad that I know Him for myself. Amen. As I said earlier, keep your eyes on Jesus. I'm still uh, going through my note here. Um, there's another song that we sing said, Don't let nobody steal your joy. It said, J O Y joy. Joy in the Holy Ghost. J-O-Y joy. Joy in the Lord. Don't let the devil steal your joy. People come to steal your joy, to take what you have. Why? Because you are a peculiar person. The Bible says we are royal priesthood. And once you look royal and walk like you're part of royalty, somebody's going to see you have something that they're going to try to take from you. But don't let nobody steal your joy. Because why? True joy only comes from the Lord. Amen. Another song we used to sing, in fact, it's, in, uh, it's an hymnal that we used to sing back in the hymn book, which is also scriptural in Isaiah chapter 51, verse 11. It said, Therefore the redeemer of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion, and everlasting joy shall be upon their head. He said, they shall obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and mourning shall weep away. Amen. Therefore, the redeem of the Lord 
shall return. If you know that you're redeemed uh, by the blood of Jesus, you should be rejoicing. Because as the Bible said, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We got a reason to rejoice. And when we get the chance to rejoice, we need to take advantage of it. Don't keep your joy down. If you have joy, keep showing your joy. The world didn't give it to you. And the world can't take it away. Don't allow the world to take your joy away. Amen. Because it's in Him we have the full assurance that He will keep us until the end. Amen. Amen. So tonight, as I'm getting wrapped up, ready to wrap up, only because... I want to be able to go home and see some of the service. Amen. But, you know, when you're walking with the Lord, and, and I'm, I'm talking from, from true experience, when, when you're walking with the Lord and you're serving the Lord, you don't have to worry about the pains that you go through. We are human, you know, and we're going to go through pain. We're going to go through hard times. But when we go through hard times and pain, take it to Jesus. Because Jesus is the only one that can heal you and keep you while you are going through. Don't go to your brother because you don't have the power to heal you from your pain. He may have to pray for you and nothing wrong with sharing uh, whatever you're going through with your brother or your sister. But take it to Jesus. Anything you're going to, take it to the Lord in prayer. Because He's here for all of us. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. What He's able to do yesterday, He can do it today. Because that's the God that we serve. Amen. And when we trust Him with all our heart, when we trust Him with all our mind, He will make sure things work out for His good. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a round of applause tonight. Hallelujah. Let's just thank Him for His joy. Lord, we thank You for the joy You've given unto us. Lord God, we love You and adore You, Lord God. We give You praise tonight, Lord God. For Your Lord, worthy to be praised, O oh God. I'm going to invite you to stand with us tonight. Amen. If you're able to stand, amen. Praise God. I want to thank the Lord for being so good to us. Amen. Come on, give the Lord another round of applause. Amen. This joy that I have. Amen. Don't let the world take it away from you. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Father God, we love you. We thank you for the joy that you've given unto us, Lord God. Lord God, as the songwriter said, therefore the redeemer of the Lord shall return. Oh God, help us to continue to worship you, Lord God, in the beauty of holiness. Help us to continue to worship and give you praise, oh God, because you say we should rejoice and be glad, Lord God. Father God, we thank you for your goodness. Lord God, we thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your love. Father God, we ask you to continue to fill us with your joy. Help us, Lord God, to fill with joy and that it will overflow. Oh God, that it will reach, oh God, our brothers and our sisters. Oh God, that they too, we're able to rejoice and be glad. Lord God, we ask you to bless us. Keep us, oh God. We ask you to cover us. Continue to bless this facility. Continue to bless our pastor, every ministers and their family. Oh God, bless every home. Oh God, continue to provide for us like never before. Open up doors for us, oh God. We give you all the glory. Oh God, we give you all the honor. Lord God, we honor you tonight. We worship and praise you. We thank you in the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said amen. 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 The Lord bless you all.
Amen. Thank you for being here tonight. Don't forget, amen, to give to the building fund. Amen. 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 Give to the building fund in Jesus' name.